louder. everybody and welcome to the very first episode of celluloid psychosis a movie podcast (laughs) (laughs) if that's what you want to call it i am your host tj bowser and this is paul ashford hello how are we doing how are we doing it's good to be back Yes, you may know Paul from the Australian release of Ghoulies. He's on the special features or from the plethora of Project Louder podcasts that he mm-hmm. has been a guest on. He's also he's he's been on a lot of things. He's he's got that little rubber monsters group on Facebook. He's got the Ghoulies on Flesh group. That was a great podcast as well. You might mm-hmm. know me from the Hearts of Darkness documentary. You might know me from one of the podcasts, the movies that I've done, various things. Who knows? But you know what? You're listening to this very first episode of Celluloid Psychosis. It's a little bit of a tongue twister, but we'll get used to it. <laughs> Paul, I am so excited to finally have a show, just you and I. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely talking great. about all things movies and just not just horror movies, even though we're probably going to steer in that direction at first. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But how you been, Paul? Uh, I've been good. I've been good, man. It's been uh, a lot of hard work going on. Uh, I've been... Uh, slowly moving my girlfriend into my house as well so my my house is a bit chaotic at the moment you can probably see on my my little studio my office is uh, all over the place um but no it's been good i've been i actually had to sell quite a bit of physical media just to keep myself afloat but um since then i've then bought a load more anyway so it's an ever uh, it's no evolution it's an ever flowing thing of buying movies selling movies trading movies um, but yeah definitely in, in the process of buying a lot more again i'm kind of refining my collection <laughs> um but yeah i'm good i'm really good i'm excited um yeah definitely wanting to get back into the flow of things so yeah all all is good at the moment excellent excellent how about yourself oh it's been very busy at work man the last couple Mm -hmm. of weeks Uh, for those of you guys who don't know uh out there listeners i am a content creator for auto group so i make commercials ads car stuff various things uh of that nature and the first week of every month is always very very busy because we get new manufacturer specials in and they gotta go up on all the things and whatnot and we have something like 22 locations right now so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i get pretty busy anyway anyway away from the the boring car stuff paul let's get into some physical media news so first up we got something that's a little bit more in my ballpark and that is vinegar syndrome uh, i am a self-proclaimed vinegar syndrome fanboy i buy every month and paul can confirm that yeah uh and i spent way too much money but this month's releases include but are not limited to southern comfort from walter hill Oh boy, I'm hyped for that. Paul, have you ever seen that? I have. Yeah, I've enjoyed that one. Um, it's quite a while ago I watched it, to be fair, but um, no, it's a good film. It's like uh, Deliverance meets Platoon, but without yeah. The rape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no little piggies in it. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, from their Cinemagraph label that Vinegar Syndrome's doing, it's still part of Vinegar Syndrome. Mm-hmm. Little Darlings, uh, that movie's talked a lot about by uh, quentin tarantino he brings that up in his podcast okay Uh, yeah so it's it's cool to see that getting a 4k uhd release and 
of course, people are going to swarm to that. And then, of course, Red Rock West, the neo-noir film featuring Nicolas Cage. I haven't watched that in a very long time. No, but I think that, that is just a Blu-ray release, though. Kind of strange not getting a 4K in this day and age, but, mm-hmm. you know... We'll take what we can get, folks. We can take what we can get. And then another one, the horrible Dr. Hitchcock. And no, it's not spelled H-I-T-C-H. It's H-I-C-H-Cock. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> a different different cock you've got there. Yes. And then we are getting the sixth entry in the Forgotten Jolly set. I've gotten one through five. Uh, volume six will include the following films. Death Carries a Cane, Naked mm-hmm. You Die, one of Paul's favorites, and The Bloodstained <laughs> Shadow. <laughs> I've never seen any of those, and I don't think you have either, Paul. <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> okay. Definitely Santet. heard of The Bloodstained Shadow. Oh, you have? Yeah. Okay. Santet 1 and 2, Black Cat 1 and 2, which I purchased, and I'm excited for those. That's like mm-hmm. a female Terminator. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's cool as so. hell. Uh, Sex Mission, and then that weird Divinity movie, which is black and white, uh, 16 millimeter shot. Nice. Yeah. And then, of course, Vincent has their partner labels. From Saturn's Core, we're getting Age of Demons. From mm-hmm. Bleeding Skull, we're getting Blonde Death, which I purchased. Art label. That, that's literally the name of the, the partner label, Art label. Right, wow. Art label. <laughs> <laughs> that's like when you get the, the you see, like, the, the can of beer that just labeled beer. <laughs> <laughs> copyright reasons yeah yes they're uh they're releasing cracking up uh and then yellow veil pictures is releasing a movie called dogs don't wear pants <laughs> interesting etr media is releasing never surrender a galaxy quest documentary okay that'd be quite interesting actually yeah that was I'd quite l- an underrated film when that came out it is a, a very great sigourney weaver uh performance and same goes to tim allen yeah and altered um, innocence is releasing the strangler which is a french jallo mm-hmm. and Something that you might be interested in, Paul. Gay USA, snapshots of 1970s LGBT resistance. Wow. <laughs> Altered Innocence is the gay sub-label of that sort of stuff. Normally they do a lot of uh, films in that. But recently okay. they did uh, Gaspar Noe's, what is that? That film with the really wrong rape scene. I have it. It's over there. Uh, <laughs> Last house on the left. Irreversible. No. Yeah. Irreversible. <laughs> and then they also did one about a Jewish boy growing up as a secret Nazi youth. Uh, oh, wow. I have that one as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys can't hear me, it's because I'm pulling away looking at the movies behind me for your audio <laughs> listeners. Uh, <laughs> Silence, Heinz 15, something like that. I can't read German. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> yes, those are all available on the vinegarsyndrome.com website. Those are pre-orders for the end of January. So if you guys are interested in any of those titles we just mentioned, head on over, check them out. Not mm-hmm. a sponsor. So we had Severn on our notes, Paul. Yep. And Severn doesn't update shit. What we do <laughs> is we buy and we wait forever and then they update something and then nobody cares and then they mm-hmm. wait to really sell the cool shit on Black Friday. Anyway, <laughs> so Paul and I, Paul, you got the McKelly Suave discs? Yeah, not not the Severin ones, unfortunately. No. Okay. no. <laughs> I got the Severin ones, all the Michele yeah. Suave uh, 4Ks that they released. And then I also got that movie called Closed Circuit, which looked mm-hmm. like a Jallo movie. And anything that's released remotely Jallo, I buy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get into that at a later date, probably next episode. <laughs> probably a good time to bring that up. But we're essentially, my movie shipped. We're waiting for them to get back. There's no yeah. new news on Severin. It's still the same old, same old. I so I, I'm gonna guess the they're just not 
at the same capacity they once were, where they could release new movies every month. Right. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe if the folks over at the Severn Films podcast can let us know, uh, you know, who knows? But Paul, yeah. uh, we'll go across the pond and we'll take a look <laughs> at Arrow and I'll let you take this yeah. one. Okay. So Arrow, uh, during this month, we've got the Conan Chronicles coming out in oh. 4K. A rather nice looking box set uh, featuring Conan the Barbarian and Conan the Destroyer. Um, I believe that's a 4K premiere as well. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen the second one, only the first one. Okay. Um, I haven't seen it for a, a while. I always get that one mixed up with uh, Red Red Sonja. Yes. Yeah, Sonja. Yep. Is that how you say it? So- Sonja? Um, one of those things. Sonja. So, so um, I've always said Sonja, but who knows? <laughs> I always, I, I, I didn't even know that. I, I always say uh, Giallo as well, and you were saying Giallo. Yeah. So, and yeah, Michelle your, Suave, Suave. My so. Pittsburgh accent, your is British Indeed. accent, it's going to be. Who knows, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys will hear a plethora of things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, us us lucky folk, lucky folks in the UK are also getting Carrie finally on 4K. But uh, I understand you guys have already had that from Scream Factory. Factory. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Murphy's War from the 70s, which is a film I have not seen, but that is a US and Canada release. Is no, I thought for some reason that Murphy's Law is a Charles Bronson movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. Oh yeah. No, that's a different. Yeah. Different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For me, that yeah, that is that is the the January slate okay. for Arrow. I mean, yeah, nothing exciting me too much. I mean, it'd be pretty cool to see Conan. Uh, it is a nice. It's a nice looking set. They've got the, all the postcards in there. It comes in the nice box. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I'll see. I'll see. I'll, I'll keep an eye out from the shops if it gets a good price. Um, but yeah, for me, that's the only one. I mean, Carrie. I don't know. It's not. Have you seen Carrie? Oh, you must have done. Yes, love Carrie. Uh, I don't own it. I don't think it. Do I no. own Carrie? No, I don't own Carrie. I might have to get that 4K from Scream Factory though, and that's a De Palma classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you wouldn't want the uh, Arrow release instead, no? Uh, if it only has a 4K disc. If the Blu-ray is region locked, then fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you ever do you ever watch the Blu? If you get a 4K set of a Blu-ray, do you ever watch the Blu-ray? I, I do because like most of the special features are on there. Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just for the special features, you want to watch the movie though. Yeah. And if my daughter wants to borrow it she'll pop the blu-ray in okay yeah yeah i guess um but yeah there's not the most exciting release from arrow for me personally um yeah i I did just recently pick up tremors 2 yes me too you did as well yeah but i I picked up in there january sale um but i haven't actually unwrapped it yet to watch it yet but Mm. great 4k scan i remember watching that movie on the sci-fi channel and i was like wow this is like reliving the whole experience again. Fred Ward's a phenomenal actor. Mm-hmm. And that ostrich gag at the beginning got me again. Uh, <laughs> awesome stuff. And then I think I sent you the picture, Paul, of how close the, uh, what is it? The screechers look like the bugs from Starship Troopers. Oh, yeah. Starship Troopers, <laughs> it yeah. worked on both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah Great. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> but shift the gears to Criterion Collection, those overpriced fuckers. <laughs> okay, uh, they're releasing All That Money Can Buy, also known as The Devil and Daniel Webster, All the Beauty and the Bloodshed, mm-hmm. The Runner, and St. Omer. I don't know any of those. And yeah, <laughs> To Die For with Nicole Kidman. Yep, yeah, To Die For. I remember To Die For when it came out. Oh, it's a Gus Van Zandt film. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So of all of those, that's probably the one we're going to look forward to the most because it's the one we recognize. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's the photo they show at the beginning, who I thought it was Nicole Kidman. Yes, it's Nicole Kidman. <laughs> and I believe last month they released the others in 4K, which might be worth picking up. Uh, okay, maybe they must have some Nicole Kidman deal going on. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Or whatever studio she was contracted to at that current time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe. So, Paul, do you want to take over uh, Shout Factory? Shout Factory, yeah. Uh, so, I often don't get too excited about Shout Factory because of the whole region lock-in. Mm-hmm. Um, however, they have got rights now to Jim Hen- some Jim Henson properties, and Excellent. that includes The Almighty Labyrinth. So, it's probably one of my all-time favorite Labyrinth of David Bowie, Bowie, however you want to say it. Um, Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal as well, yep. And I do believe they've got the Inside the Labyrinth and the World of Dark Crystal documentaries as well. So, Oh, there's one on Netflix? Uh, is it? Oh, oh, no, they're talking about the original Dark Crystal, like the movie, oh, oh, not the, okay. uh, the series. I wonder if um, they're going to give that a release. Quite possibly. But, I mean, that's been – the series has been streaming, isn't it, on Netflix mm-hmm. for quite some time. But um, See, and that's the problem with Netflix. A little break here for a rant. Uh, they release yeah. these movies. They buy these rights to these classic franchises or stuff. Then they release them, and then they do no physical media. And, you know, yeah. that was my biggest fear whenever Hulu dropped Prey uh, last year mm-hmm. is we had to wait so long, and we didn't get a 4K till later in the year, and it was available through Disney Movie club and select retailers only yeah and for you american listeners best buy at the end of the year stop selling physical media so if walmart doesn't stock it you're shit out of luck mm-hmm. yeah yeah That's the- it's going online isn't it yes media it is online. Yeah. But this is cool seeing Jim Henson stuff put on physical media and yeah, you know, no, that, I mean, we, we, are, have you guys had a labyrinth release before? Well, we've got it in 4K over here. I think Baby Arrow. I want to say did it over here. I can't remember. I've got, I've got a steelbook of it on the shelf. Mm. Um, but I know Shout Factory always go out on the extras. So uh, see, I always they're... avoided steelbooks because I'm because I'm afraid of how heavy they are. They start bowing yeah. these shelves. <laughs> <laughs> As long as they do a 4K release, otherwise if, it, if it's just Blu-ray, then it'll be yeah. region locked, and I don't want to dust down my old American player to play it. <laughs> but that's just, that's just me being a, a moody Brit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. They, they always do a good job of all the extras and stuff, and, and they'll, they'll put the amazing artwork on there as well. That's yeah. one thing I like about Shout Screen Factory. They always have the amazing artwork, um, and, and they pile on the new extras documentaries. So uh, I'll no doubt be picking up whatever they, they do with Labyrinth and Dark Crystal. So it looks like you have some uh, added bits here, Paul, that I'll let you cover. Absolutely, yeah. So I've gone for a little bit of a European slant as well. So I know, I know uh, you're American yourself. So uh, yes. I'm going to start off with a label called Wicked Vision. Uh, one release that I'm very interested in. Um, they are going to do a subspecies collection. So as you probably know, I'm a massive Full Moon fan. Yes. Uh, fan. fan. Um, so they are going to do a, a new f- uh release of the subspecies movies but they are going to include the bloodstone which i know has just been the the bloodstone replica which has just come out from full moon in the us mm-hmm. um so obviously not available over here or in europe at the moment unless you pay crazy import prices uh, they're going to do some kind of box set with subspecies the subspecies movies and the bloodstone in one so i think that's gonna be a really cool did they mention that for. post that they're going to do something with blade the iron cross as well Yes, yeah, yeah, we're going to tie in with that. But also in the post, they they are looking for any uh, original materials from subspecies. I think it's presumed to be lost. I think they're hoping to get some kind of four K scan. Mm. Um, so they're actually appealing to fans on Facebook. If anyone happens to have like a thirty five mil reel or something like that of these movies, 
uh, to get in touch and they're gonna they're gonna restore it and probably release the best version we've had so far um i mean i've got the 88 films blu-rays they were pretty good but a box set including the bloodstone i think to me would be yeah that'd be like the uh, icing on the cake mm. um, but wicked vision they've got the the full moon rights uh in europe basically so ah that makes sense. i always keep an eye on what they, they they're bringing out so that they're a german german release so first time hearing about them for me man yeah no they're good they're good they, i think they ship worldwide from their site as well but they um oh they, cool they do some good stuff on there uh next up i've mentioned nsm records yes you got so, a lot um, of you got like uh you got a good bit of stuff from them don't you yeah yeah i, I love them they're again they're a german company they do a lot of media books which is my thing uh so if you don't know what a media book is it's it's a blu-ray release um but the instead of like a amore case it's like a it's like a mini book it's like a hardback book same sort of shit uh, size but it has several pages in it and there's usually pictures from the film text from the film a bit of making of uh, or other films posters etc i have one media book if it's for all quiet on the western front i had it imported Oh, nice. Is that a German one as well, is it? Or? Yeah, I think it is. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, it seems to be a German thing. They, they they do media books. I mean, I'd love to see. Obviously, the language is in German, which is a bit of a barrier for a lot of people, which is fair enough. But um, I just love the artwork and the look of them. So I'm, I'm quite addicted to it myself. Yeah. Um, so NSM Records. Um, so a few months ago, they released House 1 to 4 Collection um but it was all in 4k so it was like a 4k premiere which i don't think it was the first time anywhere in 4k yes um all new artwork on the media books and they had this really cool leather book surrounded like a giant old leather book with a house logo engraved on it and i think on the back is um i forgot his name the zombie big ben yes big ben yeah so uh, it, it looks like it looks amazing i've actually got one on order myself the original one mm. uh, i've managed to find it on ebay for a non-scalper price it's on its way to me now <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> yeah however next month they are releasing they are re-releasing it but they're using the original artwork on the media books so to some people that's quite a big thing one they did get a little bit of flap because they used all this new artwork um so they are re-releasing it they're only doing like 150 copies in this lovely leather book so it is super limited edition um but it's available only from our website called dtm dtm mail order which is a german site but they do they do ship pretty much worldwide they definitely ship to the uk and america um so yeah 150 copies with the original artwork on the media books and for the first time they're releasing all, all four movies as individual media books as well um again with three different types of artwork on each one uh, if you go to the website, there's like you can. That's another thing with media books. They'll they'll release the same movie like two, three, four times with different artwork, and a lot of collectors like they'll pick up every single version. Mm. So um, yeah, very tasty, and um, I'm very much looking forward to seeing that and and to getting my own copy as well of the original, which is on its way to me as we speak. Hell yeah yeah, and also honestly, if they've got 4K, if they've managed to release 4K, I'm, I'm I can I can imagine. America is going to get a, a, some kind of release soon, be yeah. it Arrow or someone else picking it up. Obviously, there's the, the really nice Arrow box set in them. You guys only got parts one and two, though, didn't you? Rather than yeah, you guys got yeah. all all four. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's good for completeness sake to have all four. I mean, I'm not yes. the biggest fan of three, if I'm honest. Yeah, it, the horror it, show. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was wasn't really a house movie to me, but you know what so, I am a big fan of House Four. No, the film <laughs> we're going to talk about next. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have all the comics associated with it. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I just threw this one in there. So uh, another German company, Nameless Media. Never heard of them. Really? So they, they release some real high-end stuff. They're the German brother of Shameless Video. Well, yeah, but they're not, not <laughs> really <laughs> So end of this month, they've got a Watchmen Collector's Edition coming out. It's actually called the Watchmen Rorschach Bust Edition. So, so cool. again, this seems to be a bit of a German thing. They'll do like these amazing, like, I guess they're made out of resin busts. Yeah. Kind of real chunky. I mean, this one weighs eight kilograms. So you can imagine it's quite a big chunky thing. It's like a big bust. So this is Rorschach. It's like a uh, like his face and his torso. Yeah, um, yeah. and what they do up. in the back there's a slot which they slot the media book in and uh oh i didn't realize yeah. that that's yeah cool. yeah so they've done they do a few I've, I've actually got um i've got their basket case one they did several years ago which is um Bilal in a basket real, no real nice, way like resin figure in and in the back there's a slot and the oh. media book goes in there and there's even a t-shirt in there as well which i've never taken out of the case out of the bag it's just now if i remember correctly the ultimate cut has the animation in it uh oh it's got uh so it's got you've got the movie in 4k the ultimate cut uh, and yeah. you've got the Blu-ray, also another Blu-ray of the Ultimate Cut. You've got the theatrical version on Blu-ray. And then you've got uh, the fourth disc as a DVD. So you've yeah. got the documentary phenomenon, the comic that changed comics. You've got real superheroes, real guardians. They've included viral videos on there. They've got video journals, webisodes. There's even a Desolation Row music video mm-hmm. by My Chemical Romance. You wow. And there is a fifth disc included as well, which is a bonus film. That's Tell the animated you. thing. That's the animated thing, is it? That's okay. It. Yeah, you obviously know more about me than me. It's a that. stop motion yeah. comic book. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, five discs, an amazing Rorschach bust, and it's, uh, it's going to retail for around 169.99 euros. Hmm. No idea what that is in dollars, but, um, yeah, and that's out at the end of this month. So uh, I'm looking forward. To, I always watch the unboxing videos on YouTube for these busts because mm. they look incredible. There's so many that come out. Um, and, yeah, this is, like, the latest one that I've seen. So Nameless, they, they do real high-end amazing editions. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. In theaters this week, we have the remake of Mean Girls, which mm-hmm. I guess is a musical. Uh, I don't know, to be fair. I mean, I saw the That's original. just what I heard. And okay. <laughs> uh, The Beekeeper, directed by David Ayers. Hashtag release the Ayers cut of Suicide Squad. We demand it, Warner Brothers, you pussies. <laughs> the film Night Swim, which is getting shit on critically, saying it's not scary at all. I don't know how scary you can it can be to swim in a pool. Next, mm-hmm. we got Wonka with a very slimmed, uh, what is it, shrunken down version of... Uh, oh, yes. What's his name? Uh, playing the Oompa Loompa, uh, yeah. Hugh Grant. Yes, Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Yeah. He's, he's taken a lot of flack for that as well, isn't he? Because <laughs> you're technically saying, taking a job from a little person. Yeah, exactly. It's not cool yeah. these days. Apparently not, no. But hey. <laughs> then we have the animated film Migration, but from the trailer, it looks pretty entertaining. If you have kids, take them out. A film <laughs> called Anyone But You. Then we have is this is this another one of uh, what's his names? James Wan. James Wan. Yeah. Aquaman 2, the troubled production, is yeah. what it should be called. <laughs> and then lastly, A24 is the Iron Claw. That movie is fantastic, and go watch it if you're a wrestling fan. Yeah. Definitely go watch good. it. <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to see that. Definitely. That looks really good. So, the Golden Globes happened this past week, and we mm-hmm. will go quickly go over 
some of the things. Chris, and we will just forewarn you, Christopher Nolan cleaned house. <laughs> Do you know what? I still haven't watched Oppenheimer. No? No. I feel really bad. <laughs> I just haven't watched it. But shamelessly, I did see Barbie. Mm. So Bradley but... Cooper got snubbed, sadly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Best Director Motion Picture, Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer. Best Animated mm-hmm. Motion Picture, The Boy and the Heron. Best Motion Picture Drama, Oppenheimer. Best Motion Picture Musical or Comedy, Poor Things. Have you seen that? No. Nope. Uh, I, I do want to see The Boy and the Heron, though, because that's, that's in the cinemas over here right now. Mm. Best Motion Picture Non-English, Anatomy of a Fall. That's, you know how every year during this time, the Golden Globes, some foreign films have got to poke its head in that nobody's yeah, yeah. ever heard of before. <laughs> Best original, original Score, Motion Picture, Ludwig Gorenson. For Oppenheimer, mm-hmm. best mm-hmm. original song, motion picture. What was I made for? Billie Eilish and her brother. <laughs> uh, best performance by a female actor in a limited series. Ali Wong won it for Beef. That's a Netflix series, I think. Best performance by a female actor in a motion picture drama. Lily Gladstone won for Killers of the Flower Moon, and I think that's the only Killers of the Flower Moon award given out that night, which is just uh, yeah. mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Emma Stone won for Poor Things, Best Performance by Female Actress, uh, Best Performance by Female Actor in a Supporting Role, Divine Joy Randolph for The Holdovers, well-deserved, mm-hmm. Best Performance for a Television Role for Female Actress, Elizabeth Debicki for The Crown. Have you seen that? The Crown? No. No, I, I probably should have done because I'm British, but I've never watched it, no. <laughs> Best Performance mm-hmm. for Female Actress in a Television Series, Ayo Edebiri? Yeah, I'll go for that. Close enough. <laughs> Best performance by a female actress in a TV series, drama, Sarah Snook. Best oh, Steven Yeun won for beef. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Cillian Murphy won male actor in drama for Oppenheimer. Paul Giamatti uh won hit one for musical or comedy and then went to five guys and ate yep, it with I the Golden that. Globe. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to celebrate. Robert Downey Jr. wins for Oppenheimer for supporting role. Well-deserved. Mm-hmm. Succession, Matthew McFadden won for supporting role in television. Jeremy White won for The Bear. We saw that coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, Succession, Kieran Culkin. That's Macaulay's brother? Older, yeah. younger brother? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best performance by a male actor in a television series. Ricky Gervais' stand-up won Best Stand-Up. Go yeah. figure. Was that, the, was that the New Year's Eve one? That, that Armageddon. Oh, yeah, that was the yeah. one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Best screenplay for a motion picture goes to Anatomy of a Fall again. Just how it is. But mm-hmm. there's cinematic and box office achievement, of course, goes to Barbie. That fucking yeah. thing. Just raising <laughs> tons of money. Did you see Barbie? Did you watch it? I did not, but my daughter did. And she, no? she, she said it's okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a fun time at the cinema. It was packed out when I saw it. And uh, yeah, it was uh, a lot of girl power. But um, no, I really you, enjoyed it. You honest. are enough, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> so, Paul, additional news. I'll let you take it away. Uh, sorry. So, William, we're talking William Defoe. Uh, yes. Finally, getting himself a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yes. So, uh, way overdue, I'd say. Um, way, way overdue. I mean, I, I don't know if there's a particular reason why they're doing it now, but obviously he's had some real big hits even recently with things like The Lighthouse. Um, but yeah, this, I think it's really good for him to be finally, finally on the Hollywood. Walk he of was fame. Uh, accompanied by the beautiful Patricia Arquette, looking yeah. fantastic, and the Mandalorian wearing a very Pedro. gay pants. Yep. <laughs> Pedro Pascal. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that that's wicked. Have you, have you ever been to the uh, Walk of Fame yourself? 
I haven't. I know no. you have, though. <laughs> yeah, I have. Yeah, I went there in oh, it was quite a while ago now, 2018. Um, mm. Yeah, it was cool. I, uh, I searched down a few, a few stars that I wanted to see. Um, not quite as clean and shiny as I, I maybe imagined it, because uh, it's, uh, there's a bit of a dirty side to the Walk of Fame as well. Some of the some of the streets or some of the stars are on are a bit downtrodden, shall we say. Mm. But um, overall, I loved it. And it's just such a cool thing to finally see in person. You hear about it all the time on TV, see it in movies and that, so... Yeah, to actually walk down those streets was really cool. I don't know how nice it would be these days, but yeah, yeah. California doing so well for itself. No, well. <laughs> <laughs> so rumor has it that the folks over at Paramount are going to do another Star Trek movie, mm-hmm. and it's going to take place before J.J. Abrams' movies. So yeah, it's just a rumor right now, It's but we'll see what's to come. I don't know yeah. how we're going to handle this. We've been getting a lot of uh, sequel stuff to the original TV series, you yeah. know, Picard, Next Generation, mm-hmm. uh, D- uh, DS9, stuff like that. I, honestly, I'd like to see more follow-up to Voyager, but that's just me. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know how much more we can build within these weird multiverse shit. I think that <laughs> us as viewers are tired of multiverse stuff and throwing that into Star Trek is just kind of fucky, but yeah. whatever. Moving on to a completely different thing, the opposite end of the spectrum. Well, let's go back to Pedro Pascal, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Briefly mentioned earlier, so yeah, we are getting a new Star Wars movie uh, with Pedro Pascal. So obviously, it's going to be The Mandalorian. Um I really hope that works out on the big screen. Obviously, the TV show is amazing. Um, so it'd be great to see him and Grogu on the big screen, or Baby Yoda, however you want to say it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm always a bit scared now with any new Star Wars film. I don't know about yourself. Yeah, ever since yeah. I like The Last Jedi, I was like, okay, yeah. I can get with yeah, this. Yeah. And then after that, I was like, you guys are just going to do fan service and half-ass it from here on out. Yeah, it's kind of, for me, it's kind of lost its way a little bit, but you can't go on with the TV show, The Mandalorian. So I can't, I can't think that they're going to mess this up. I could, I no. And John Favreau's returning. So exactly. Yeah. So hopefully it's going to kickstart. Uh, I think they said they, they're going to do more movies as well. Aren't they? Kind of, but this one should kickstart Star Wars into. Yeah. Uh, there is a plethora of films in the works and yeah. who knows if they'll actually get made, but they claim there's a ton of movies. And yeah. We'll see how it goes for Disney Star Wars. Yeah. It can't, it can't, it can't go wrong. Surely, not the Mandalorian. Please, not the Mandalorian. So, on to more important things, especially <laughs> in the news. Uh, it has been reported that uh, Bad Baby, you may know her as the Catch Me Outside yeah, girl. How about that? <laughs> I didn't know Bad Baby was her name. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I just her I real name is Daniela Brigoli. Right. And she's going to be in the upcoming film Drugstore June. The trailer's out now, and it's being produced by Shout Studios. So it's actually going to have some worth to it. The uh, trailer looks pretty decent. Bella Thorne's in it, mm. Theo Vaughn, and Ty Dolla Sign. That's a loaded cast. Hopefully Theo Vaughn is able to do whatever he wants because mm-hmm. that guy's funny. And then I guess Beverly D'Angelo, Esther Povitsky, Miranda Cosgrove, and Haley Joel Osment will all be in this. This is like a flashback cast. Fucking love it. And mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully it goes good and nobody has to be caught outside mm-hmm. yeah i mean she's not re- I, I guess is she still a big thing in america bad baby uh, not really I, I think she makes a lot of her money from posing half naked now on the internet okay. but you know what that's a respectable income these days so yeah definitely just, uh, yeah a lot of people doing yeah i'm I, I literally 
UK wise, I don't, I don't hear anything about it apart from the, the meme cash me outside. Of it. How about that? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's quite interesting. Here, still doing well. So yeah, best of luck to her, I guess. Paul, we'll, oh, I'll let you uh, finish things off with a British IP. Yeah, yeah. So this is quite exciting. Well, very exciting actually. So we are actually going to get a sequel, another sequel in the Twenty Eight Days series. So twenty eight years later. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but it's Danny Boyle and Alex Garland are both going to be involved, so this yes. should be really good. I mean, twenty years would, ex- would Tilly return? Uh, or did he die in the? Yeah, he was only in the first one, wasn't he? That's he, right. He, yeah, he it, yeah. So um, I can't imagine you'll be in it, but who, no, it's just twenty-eight years later. So I imagine it's going to be a whole new cast. Um, but yeah, very exciting to get Danny Boyle and Alex Garland both back together. Wait, does that one. mean it won't come out till two thousand twenty-eight? That'd be a good way of doing it, wouldn't it? I guess. But well, the no. original came out in 2000, so yeah, yeah, yeah. True. I, I mean, just to stick with <laughs> logistics, you know. <laughs> no, I, I imagine they're going to need their, their money back on it pretty soon. So, could you uh, imagine if it came out 28 years to the day of the first one? That'd be so yeah. cool. <laughs> but, um, both big box office hits the, yeah. the 28 days and 28 weeks, so this is gonna be really exciting. One thing I didn't know, which I only found out fairly recently so 28 days later um the you've seen 28 days later right yes yeah yeah so the the scenes in the the army base well not the army base like they're like they're when the army are locked up in that like mansion with the big fields and they're like shooting the zombies you know they're holed up in there that is literally about half an hour from where i live (laughs) what and it's actually in the village I grew up in. I, I could not believe it. That's cool. That that whole location. So um, yeah, crazy. So um, but yeah, I, I I love anything zombies. To be fair, and, and obviously if it's got if it's British as well, then I'm all yeah. all game for it. So yeah, very exciting news to get both. Danny Aside from Twenty Eight well. Days Later and Shaun of the Dead, I can't really think of a lot of a British horror, uh, zombie movies. Um, you've got. Uh, well, no, it's true. I mean, Shaun, Shaun of the Dead kind of wiped the floor, didn't it? With, yeah. Uh, but there was there was a lot of rip-offs of that that we had in the UK. Mm. Um, Cockneys, Cockneys versus Zombies springs to mind. You ever see that one? Yeah. That was that was okay. That was okay. Um, but no, it's more more. I think I think to be honest, other countries do it better. Obviously, yeah. for me, nothing beats Dawn of the Dead, the original. That's probably the ultimate zombie movie. The ones made near me are the best. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. You can't. You can't. You cannot beat. Yeah, the exception me. of Zack Snyder's universe. Yeah. Okay. Army <laughs> uh, of the Dead's okay after a couple beers. Yeah. Uh, Army of Thieves, did you watch that? No, I didn't watch that one. It's like the spin-off prequel. Yeah, it's, like a, it's more of a, uh, is it a gangster one or like a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, it's kind of like a heist thing more. Heist one, that's what I was yeah. trying to say. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't watch that one. I saw Army of the Dead because there was so much hype behind Army of the Dead, wasn't there, when it came out. It's an interesting thought, movie. It's just Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, like the, uh, yeah, it was okay. It was okay. But uh, what else is an interesting movie is going to be next episode's topic. And we're going to go a little obscure, but if you know me <laughs> and the stuff that I'm into, this is right down my alley and this is right up Paul's alley. And we're going to be talking about 2020's films, Agony, directed by Mm. Michele Cavetta, who used to date Osio Argento. And the movie stars Osio Argento, Django himself, Franco Nero. So super excited about that. There's no other real names of note that we'll go into right now. But the movie Mm -hmm. is like a modern giallo, but it's not thriller Mm -hmm. thing. It's kind of like has Rosemary's Babies vibes, if that makes sense. Uh, we'll see when we get into that, but that is the topic of our next episode. Yeah. So 
with this podcast, we are going to bounce back and forth between movie news, reviews, and some themed episodes. We're going to keep the spectrum broad on what we're going to cover and kind of keep the format loose. We want to shake things up and not keep it monotonous like Mm -hmm. some podcasts do. We want to keep ourselves entertained as well as you guys. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you're taking me out of my comfort zone of agony. It's a film I've never heard of. So I'm I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to look forward to it. I, I call it Asia Argento as well. So am I getting that wrong? I, uh, Asia is how I pronounce it. Okay. Yes. Hmm, interesting. I've always said Asia, but I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm no doubt the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thank you guys for listening to our first episode of Celluloid Psychosis. It's been a goddamn pleasure, and hopefully you stick along for the rest of the season. It's going to be a doozy. Paul and I have it all planned out. It's going to be packed with a lot of different films. There's going to be a lot of horror. There's going to be some fantasy, but mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot of fun nonetheless. I have been your host, TJ Bowser. Catch me on Facebook or Facebook <laughs> at The Pod Boss. Catch me on Instagram at Scatore Jallo. And of course, at www.projectlouder.net. Paul, finish us off. Yeah, I, li- I literally thought you were going to say catch me outside when you said catch me. So, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you can catch me on uh, Little Rebel Monsters. Of course, I'm on Project Louder with Ghoulies Unflushed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, hook us up on Facebook, Instagram. We are there. Thank you so much for listening and thank you, TJ, for this opportunity. Of course, Paul. See you next yeah. time. Bye bye, everybody. Paul, what if I told you I'm wearing nothing from the waist down? I say, pan your camera down. <laughs> <laughs> no better way to start the episode. Okay. <laughs>